Sunday, very chill day. I don't know. My oh, favorite spotter day. day might be my favorite day. Thursday might be my favorite day. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Spotter day. Yeah, Thursday is the anticipation of tomorrow's the last day of the week. Oh. Brings me back to the college days of Thursday was like the drinking night, the party night, because it's like, yeah, you, you breeze through Friday. Got oh, oh, I see. It's a casual Friday. Yeah. But it really starts on Thursday. Rich had no class on Friday. Thursday yeah. night, baby. <laughs> right. Friday, 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 Friday. And let's be rocking out. Let's go. Let's have it go. But I thought your day was Tuesday. Uh, I always enjoyed a good Tuesday. But Sunday is like <laughs> the comeback day of our lifetime. Because Sundays as a kid... Sucked ass. Sundays represented end of the weekend. <laughs> Sunday was the worst. Start of getting ready for school the next day. The only thing Sunday. Gotta go to bed early again. The only thing Sundays Sunday were boring. Uh, had was the ABC movie of the week on Sunday night. Yeah. And it was usually like no Flight of the Navigator or something. No it's, cartoons to wake up to. It was a boring day. Your mom dragged you to church or some boring yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Right? You went to visit grandma, which was cool. But then mom fought with grandma and that got annoying. And then you got home, and it's like, take a shower and get to bed. You have school tomorrow. So Sundays kind of suck. But as an adult, as an adult, as an adult, Sundays started to get good again because you're like, ooh, cool things to watch. And this Sunday, the coolest of them all, Super Bowl that's, Sunday. Oh, that's this Sunday? Yeah. Well, Sunday took on a new life with HBO shows like really The did. Sopranos <laughs> and then Showtime. It, it really did. Oh, had like hey, True oh, Blood oh. and... You know, there were shows. So Sunday became forward to. Sunday became the good TV night. When was Star Search on when we were kids? Was that a Sunday night show? Sunday morning. No, Saturday afternoons, I think. No. Like the original airings were not on an afternoon, I'd imagine. I think it was like Saturday afternoons. Was Star Search a primetime Sunday night? It was like cartoons. And then it was American Gladiators and shit like that. And then I think Star Search was on after that. Those were probably reruns, I'd imagine. And Solid Gold later on that night. Well, Sunday, you're right, has rebranded as an adult, football, all day. Sunday's like the Kia of days. Nighttime, great television. What, it might spontaneously combust? Kind of suck. Yeah, and now it's uh, that was oh. pretty awesome. And don't park it in your in your garage because it might spontaneously no, and you know, I know, know Hondas and Kias are recalled. Right, I'm sorry. So many if you didn't hear cars. that story. Yeah. I hadn't heard the story, but what fascinates me about that story is not that like you could be driving around and, and something might go haywire, but it's sitting in your garage and it can just spontaneously combust for yeah, no I know reason. a lot of people that got the new Kias that are super stoked. Oh, I love Kias. The upgrades and how affordable they are and you get all the bells and whistles. And a cool logo. This Sunday in particular, back to the you know comeback of the Sunday the rebirth of Slick, also known as Sunday. It's the 
coolest of all Sundays this Sunday. So hope you enjoy your weekend. Hope you enjoy your football Sunday, your Super Bowl, your box pools, your seven-layer dips, your commercials. And, of course, Cavino and Rich will be on Fox Sports Radio right after the game. FoxSportsRadio.com. Rich will be belligerent and buzzed for sure. And I'll do my best to keep it together. So FoxSportsRadio.com this Sunday. Sunday. Sunday is a fun day. And it was rebranded by women with their brunches, too. Yeah. Sunday fun day. Relax, chillax, watch your football. We're talking about a day that, you're right, sucked. And now it represents brunches and football and good TV and just like a nice, relaxed sort of vibe. Sunday Sunday really did step it up. There you go. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here on Twitch. Tormom Lim requests that every week. Thanks, Tormom Lim. As a kid, I remember like nothing was going on on a Sunday. Like I'd wake up excited to watch something, and all the cartoons were on Saturday. And it was nothing but like religious cartoons, like Davy and Goliath, like claymation cartoons, or Gumby and Pokey. uh, Wrestling was on Sunday, though. Religious cartoons? That was the only thing. Wrestling was on Saturday at noon and Sunday at noon. So the only thing to watch as a little kid, if you liked wrestling, right? Other than that, I liked wrestling. No, I did. I watched that, but you know, just the thought of school the next day always ruined it. So, welcome to our weekend spectacular. It's officially begun. I'm Cavino. That is Rich. I mentioned it to you yesterday. Change, right? People hate it. People resist it. You saw it with the Washington Commanders. You saw it with you know. Anytime anyone changes anything, an app update, a phone update. People hate change and new things. Spot changed his hair. He looks like Travis Kelsey now. Yep. We like it, though. Thanks. People hate change. Thanks. Who's your change? There's two changes. One that looks like it's going to happen, and one that I don't think will ever change, but people are speculating, should the Super Bowl be moved to Saturday or earlier in the day, or do we just continue on this path of How would that affect Sunday your night football? How would that affect your life if it was moved to a Saturday? I think it's a great idea, but people are like, well, I can't do that. It's Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm thinking, yes, tradition. After all these years, 56 years, maybe it's it's time for people to be like, you know, it would probably be better if everyone could hang and party on a Saturday night, unless the world decides Monday is a national holiday. So you're going to have to pass a national holiday through the government. I think you have a better football game. I think, yeah, I think you have a better, you have a better chance of moving, having the NFL, a private organization, move your, move their big game, their big game. Can we say Super Bowl? Move the big game to Saturday. By the way, that's a misconception. Anyone could say Super Bowl. I know you just can't advertise that you're doing something. You You can't use it in the context of, Advertisements. Yeah, you can't be like, we're having a Super Bowl sale on TVs. But you could say, Sunday's a Super Bowl. You're watching the Super Bowl. People have that wrong. You know how people think you can't say it? I think it's sort of like, let's get ready to rumble. You could say that, but you can't use Michael Buffer's phrase in a, in like, you're an attempt to do that. Like, you can't try to hype up a crowd and get paid. In a way to make money. Yeah. So, the Super Bowl probably will never be on a Saturday, but that's one thing. And as baseball attempts to actually play this year, they're saying permanent DH in both leagues. I'm ready for it. Ah. That's a change that needs to be made. Ah, I know it's it changes be, the game. Yeah, it's be, it's more exciting and for everything. For the better. But for people that like... to see the pitcher hit. I, yeah. I get strategy and small ball and all that fun stuff. Fuck out of here with the pitcher batting. 
It's an automatic out 90% of the time. The pitcher is good enough to hit, then he's the DH that day. And that's going to be few and far between. Noah Syndergaard could hit, right? Who else? DeGrom. CeCe was a guy. DeGrom is DeGrom the guy. batted over 300. Yeah. DeGrom is the guy I'm thinking so, but, so what DeGrom happens? DeGrom could hit. Is he the guy, that the so, only guy that bats? Yeah, but then, he might take a little sense of pride in it, or they could rotate him every once in a while he could hit. I just wonder if anyone, <laughs> with that. I just wonder if anyone would actually have their pitcher hit. I always hated NL baseball because of that. Even though I get it, different game, real baseball, whatever. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> bring the DH on. It's not official yet, but it, it is... Probably crazy to think that some pitchers, you know, we always say when you're a kid, you played with your friends for the last time and didn't realize it. Do you know what the there's DH probably, award there's, is? There's probably pitchers that hit for the last time and they didn't know it. I'm sure. Yeah, that was it. Because once they hit the AL, they don't hit. Yeah. They hit in the NL and it's weak. They got their stupid jackets on. Wee. They can't even run the bases. Wee. But I think it's, uh, I'm saying there's probably National League pitchers who tried their best to try to be decent, and now they didn't even realize, they're like, oh, I'm never going to hit again. Good. I've had my last at-bat. They could focus on pitching. Like I said, if they're good enough to hit, they still can, but you got the DH now, designated hitter. You know what the DH award is called? No. Yeah, you do. The DH award? Who do you think of? Silver Slugger? No. What is... I mean, I think. Big Poppy? DH. Good guess. I think of... uh, Before that. Before Big Poppy, DH, like Cecil Fielder? I'm thinking like a fat guy that couldn't field anymore. Pull holes towards the end of his career. Professional hitter Matt Stairs Award. No, Uh, let's say biggest DH. I could be wrong. I could be right. Who's the Yankees DH when you were a kid? Like Dave Winfield? Did he play the field? He played right field. Kidding me? He was snagging home runs. Yeah, he was in right field. I got the biggest D. The DH Award, I believe, is the Edgar Martinez Award. For a designated yeah. hitter. Okay. I yeah. could be wrong, but I'm pretty certain. Edgar Martinez, one of the most Thanks prolific DH there hitters of all time. Were DH people. hitters would be redundant. There were people. DHs of all time. It's like ATM machine. That's redundant. Yeah. DH, if you're if you're the DH, you don't get a lot of credit though, because they were t- there are some people that thought Big Poppy, oh, he's a DH. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. That's horseshit. That's horseshit. Plus, he did play first base, but I mean, it prolongs a career. Sometimes that's all you need to do. You know, there's a lot of players that I've seen along the way that got extra years out of a DH and were still productive. They just weren't yeah. really that good in the field anymore. So it's about time the NF- the NL caught up. So anyway, sports, entertainment, life changes. It's time to change. It's time to rearrange. And we start where we left off. We get into our rando news on a free Twitch Friday. If you missed anything, Monday through Thursday is patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. We had some fun shows this week. We want you to be a part of it, but it's a pleasure to do this free show for everybody else who's like, hey, man, I miss those guys. I miss those guys. If you really missed us, you'd be with us on Patreon. You'd be riding with us all week, but it's good to see you. Good to hang. Good to see you. You could be my ride or die. Hey, by the way. How could you possibly say it's time to change, rearrange without wanting Spot to queue up some old school na, 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 Brady na, Bunch? Na, 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 na. I mean, DMCA hits. I'll never turn down a little Barry Williams. I just worry about, the, worry about the DMCA. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you want me to, I'll do it. Well, you could do that. Looks like Rich hasn't changed his T-shirt in about five years. He's still rocking the tea. Well, no, the tiger. The tigre. Le tigre. Le tigre well, it is the. I, yeah. I've been. 
demanding, Rich, wear that shirt. It's the year of the tiger now. Huh? Yeah, Spot said I should break out more tiger shirts. It's the Lunar New Year, uh, which more was tiger like a week ago or two two weeks ago. This yeah. guy's the, the lion king, the tiger the king. Tiger. It's Come the on. tiger. It's the year of the cool. tiger. Well, start where we left off while Spot cues up his favorite song, Rich's favorite song. Have a sunshine day, everybody. I mean, and enjoy the Brady Bunch. If this doesn't put a cheesy smile on your face, what will? Autumn turns to winter, and then winter turns to spring. Wow, what a line. It's not just <laughs> seasons, you know, it goes for everything. Clouds can turn to rain, and then it just might snow. You gotta take a lesson from So Peter's nature. voice was cracking, right? Yes. Right here. They might have only done the crack on the TV show version. Oh, this is like the one you buy? Like <laughs> This is on the album. Yeah, you dumbass. <laughs> All right, enough. That song sucks. DMCA coming for us. Yeah, I'm not into that. Um, but I guess start off where we left off. Yesterday, had a fun show. And then we had some big meetings. A lot of people in town for the Super Bowl. So a lot that? of cool meetings. What does that shirt say? The Tiger King. Uh, no. Brooklyn Rumble. Oh. You don't Man. remember the, you remember the, you don't remember the remember Brooklyn that? Rumble of 1993? You don't remember the... Uh, oh, yeah. Which was a part of it. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday, fun show. And then again, we had some big meetings. Super agent Sean Wyman's in town. He's like, yeah, man, be ready. We got some big meetings. So we had to make a trek all the way downtown. Downtown! To where we used to work Ugh. over by ESPN. Don't miss that ride, but it was cool to be back because that's where all the Super Bowl stuff is sort of going on, and it's cool to you know yeah, check out there... that vibe a little bit. When you're in a big city like New York and L.A., the vibe is always kind of weak when it comes to Super Bowls and big events because there's so much other stuff going on. It's just oversaturated. You, you, know, know, what I mean? you know what other city made me feel that way? Super Bowl city? New Orleans. I feel like New Orleans on its stands on its own. If a major city, if a major city is already a party city, there's a sense of <laughs> arrogance that the city throws out there. Like, hey, we don't need you, Super Bowl, but we'll take you. Where a city like Indianapolis was like, roll it, unfurl the red carpet. They did. Come on Welcome in, Welcome to Indianapolis. Enjoy, have fun, and the hey. whole city revolved around the Super Bowl. Jacksonville. Have you met We're the hot down. Have you oh. met? Come on in. In Los Angeles, like a little portion of LA focuses on the Super Bowl. You make one wrong turn, you're in the barrio, or you're in Skid Row, and it doesn't feel like the Super Bowl anymore. Skid Row's performing. Yeah. So Man. we went downtown. We had a, a catch up with Sean Wyman. Is, nice drinks. Yeah. Is there an NFL fan experience this year, or is it? Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know where. Some convention center, L.A. convention center. I don't you know. mean the only convention yeah. center? So, because I've seen like news coverage of people getting autographs and kicking footballs and doing all the NFL stuff, but which is always fun. You brought up a point yesterday, unintentionally. You're like, "Yo, that John Mayer concert you and Spot went to for Sirius XM. Yo, was it all like Super Bowl themed and decked out?" And I said, "You know what?" Not at all. It was just a great event and a great concert. It's like uh, L.A. was like, yo, we're in Hollywood, the Palladium. Like, yeah, the Super Bowl's here, but the only we don't thing... need, like, Super Bowl signs. Like, L.A., much like New I York. Like and that. I said had, what I felt well, I missed out on most was that the vibe of it's a Super Bowl event and we're getting hyped up for the weekend yeah. and they had to be part of the festivities. They had a couple sponsors. State Farm was a sponsor, so there was a giant helmet you could take a photo with. 
but that's the, it. Yeah, like that was it. That was the only thing that like showed. But I probably, honestly, probably for branding purposes, they couldn't do like Super Bowl. You know, yeah. yeah. But there's always I, Super it's, Bowl in L.A. L.A., New York, the bigger cities. Miami's got its own vibe, but even Miami could stand alone. New Orleans, like you said, spot Miami's could stand alone. Out. It's just, it's like, hey, all right, where's the convention center? Where are the events going to be? Or maybe, you know, there is a possibility. It's also an illusion because it's less fun when it's in your city. Therefore, you're not traveling somewhere else to have yeah. fun. True. Right? So there's that element too because the two cities we mentioned that weren't fun, New York in LA. Yeah. We were living there at the time. Yeah, maybe because you already know the city, so there's nothing right. to there's nothing to make you happy. Right, right. You're not traveling, there's no excitement. But then again, I'm telling you, it is secondary. I, I believe that. So anyway, we went downtown, sort of took in the, the small little vibe of the Super Bowl. There were no COVID sniffing dogs, so I'm convinced that was a, a joke the night before. No COVID I've seen one dogs. COVID sniffing dog in my life. Now I'm convinced, Spot, that it was a, a joke. Maybe you hallucinated that we that. fell for. No, maybe you hallucinated it. No, these guys thought that was really a COVID sniffing dog. I don't, I don't believe it now. Yeah. Shit is real. I I, until I see a second one, I'm going to feel like someone was punking us all. Well, if you missed that story, that was yesterday on our Patreon again. We're going to be on Impractical Jokers. It was myrrh in a mask spot with a, with a COVID sniffing dog. I don't know right. why you're now so amazed by this. I mean, now, there's been now enough. Now tell them the dog sniffs COVID. No, but there's enough time. <laughs> enough time has gone by to train Make them the hold their masks in their left hand. Like we're two years <laughs> into this. So you teach a dog to be able to trace the scent Why? of. Line COVID them up. or the Line vibe, whatever it picks up on. Line them up one behind the other. Yeah. Then have them hold it and then make them stand still. All right. uh, it's not even really that funny or like interesting. How also, the jumping jacks. Also, <laughs> also cough in their faces and say, oh, I just got over COVID. Oh, yeah, I, I'm I telling mean, you. It, it was been. new when you shared the story with me. I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. But I'm not surprised that you could train a dog to do that. Hey. How is that? Hey, uh, you know what? I won't doubt it, but I want to see a second one to confirm. Until I see Back in the early 2000s, I used to be able to sniff out like hot women, just like, oh, <laughs> they can right at the corner. You okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm just laughing at my own stupid joke. I got some coffee stuck in my throat. That's what I'm saying. Make a right on Washington and left on third. There's a ball. I used to be able to sniff out fat asses back in the day. Look at that big fat ass. Look at that big fat ass. Look at that big fat ass. My penis was like a divining rod. I was like, so, <laughs> why are you so shocked that a dog can sniff out like a sick person or Kavita, COVID? Or, Kavita's yeah. penis was like a metal detector on the beach. That way. I used to be like, oh, some tatties straight ahead. Let's so, go. So dumb. Let's well, have it go. We so, go uh, if I was able to do those things in my single days, can't train a dog after two something years. To sniff out some sick asshole with COVID? That would be uh, teaching an old dog new tricks. I guess you could do it. All right. Um, a worn butthole? A worn butthole. So yesterday we go to downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, the scene of a lot of the Super Bowl festivities. And my first thought is an obvious one, but a reminder to everyone. Life keeps moving. What are you sniffing out over there? Something. He's trying to see if he still has it. You still have it? I don't know what I smell. Go down to the might corner. Be of, might be one of Ben's doo-doo diapers. Oh, I, yeah. I smell Make something. Make a right. I smell a hint of ass. There's a couple top 20-year-olds at Starbucks. Oh. <laughs> Happy penis is Happy right. Happy penis indeed. I think I still got it. So the obvious observation is that whether you like to believe it or not, life goes on without you. Life keeps moving 
We went somewhere. We went to the same place every day for two to three years of our life. Went to the same Starbucks. Got a little sandwich at the same place. Went to the ESPN building. Went to to the car. Traffic home. Traffic there. We did that routine for years. I walked by Yard House. I'm like, it's me, Seed. Remember Seed? Seed. We used to like a salad tossed. It's yeah. me, Seed. I used to order the salad every day. And I'm like, I wonder what happened to you, Papa. Grilled chicken, Caesar I salad. Th I think I remember. I'm not sure. I, I think or something. Oh, Seed, I remember. Oh, Salad Tosca, yes. Yeah, five days oh, a yes. week. I remember him. Seed, I yeah. remember. Grilled chicken salad, five days a week. But Rich is right. It's like, you think everything stops, but no. Life continues on. Yeah. We haven't been there in two years. I mean, you're like, man, yeah, same front desk guy's probably there. Oh, look, people walking oh, in and out. said hi. I was thinking about it, but I I'm like, that would have been lame. Frank, the front desk guy. I yeah. feel like, should we have been like, yo, just what's up, man? Yeah, we should have. Yeah. You know what happened? Uh, I was filming. Hey, we used to work here. Remember this place? It's on our Instagram story at Steve Cavino at Cavino and Rich. And, you know, you see our old little breezeway ESPN where we would enter the building and Big ass Kendrick Perkins was walking out of the building. Yeah. How big is that? So he's a big boy. He's, he's got a big ass. I'm like, ah. So he sort of. He's got a big ass, huh? Distracted me from anything else anyway. I'm like, oh, it's Kendrick Perkins. And you saw that in our footage yesterday, but Rich is right. So anyway, we went to one of our old spots and caught up with Sean, had a little lunch, a few drinks, talking business, where we're taking the show, who's interested in CNR. You know, what we can improve on, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And then we caught up with the... Um, by, the, the, by, the yeah. by the way, the the crazy part, we go to a restaurant we've been to many a times. Oh, where'd you go? Uh, rockin' Fish. Oh, was the fish rockin'? Crab well, cake. It's Crab funny. cake. It's, it's, no, let me tell you I about. want some Krabby Patty. No. Too much binder. Too much binder. It was. It he was. had this conversation with the waitress. You actually like, got ordered a crab cake? She goes, she goes tell you. Say, which would you like uh, to have the appetizer for, sir? Shut Mr. up. Me, uh, it looks at the car. Mr. Reach, um, let me ask you about the Krabby Patties. No. And oh, I'm like, oh, well, hold on, I'm going to tell you why I asked. He's like, hold they, on. Um, are they, hold on. Is there a lot of binding? If they're called Krabby like, Patties. They're not like, Krabby. You think yo, they're called Krabby yes. Patties? Goes, I don't know. Uh, they're very popular or something. But is there a lot? Of, are they Are they cakey? I'm like, Jesus. Well, hold, on, hold on. Hey, I'm going to tell you why. Come on, Spud. I ordered the Krabby Patties, as he calls them. Crab cakes. Spot. This is what Kavino laughed at me for this. They changed the menu. It's a fish place because it's called, get this, Rockin' Fish. So it's like a, they have burgers and sure, chicken and stuff. Rock Lobster, but, bro. But they're more main of a Rock thing, Lobster kind of guy. Yeah, rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. There's, and Spot, you probably even remember, they had a fantastic grilled fish taco. Like, oh, yeah. Their I've grilled fish tacos we were broadcast out of this world good. So I look at the menu and I'm if you, like, if, uh, for those, hold on, for those that are fans of Camino and Rich, that's where Rich got incredibly drunk and inappropriately talked to people for the Rams event. Oh yeah, uh, when they for when they did the draft event, when the Rams debuted and got Rams Jared debuted, Goff, and uh, Rich was uh, hitting on moms with kids. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, there was a picture of me. And then the next day, talking to some hot mom with her like boobies hanging out. I'm yeah. like, oh hey kids, how's your mom? And the next day, he was passing, you know, on yeah. the couch with a hangover. So I'm looking at I the think menu. Stupid or something. I'm looking at the menu. Spot. Are you my new dad? And I'm like, yeah, this place is rocking fish. Yo, you used to have an item, but it wasn't even a hidden item. It was like, you know, on a menu sometimes it's squared off because it's like their main thing. Like, where's your uh, grilled fish tacos? Like, yeah, we don't have that anymore. You're rocking fish. We haven't had this for two years now. And oh. yeah, Kimino's like, yeah, dude, it's been two years. But I'm like, yeah, it's like there was their main item, though. So did they have any sort of taco? 
No, no tacos. That's uh, weak. I know. It's a fish place with no fish tacos in Southern California. Weak. <laughs> I hit them with a weak. It's a weak one. It's the weak one. I'm like, give me the good menu. It's the weakest. So if you're not piecing it together, again, we used to work in this area at Let's ESPN. Haven't is. been in this specific area, like right across from ESPN in two years. It's the weak one. The menu's changed. Life Ooh, went on, nice. but some things good. are yeah. different. And by the way, Hefe hit us up. He met us there. I remember meeting Hefe and hanging so with I. him. Having some drinks at Rockin' Ooh, Fish. Um, yeah, it's it's a fish place. So, on the menu spot, I'm not paying, so I don't really care. They like a, fancy, a, it looks like they fancied up a bit. It's not on our dime. So, uh, price point wasn't a problem, but it was a crab cake appetizer for $24. So, I said, for $24, ma'am, this is not, we're not talking about, we're not at Applebee's. We're not at, a, like, a the Rockin' Crab Cakes. With so a spicy on. remoulade and tartar sauce. So what I'm saying is... twenty four ninety. dollars sounds like a lame band if, rich like in the 90s. Spicy remoulade? No, the rockin' crab oh. cakes. Oh. <laughs> spicy remoulade opened, opened up, up for them. Yeah. They opened up for uh, uh, Counting Crows. <laughs> spicy remoulade. Tonight at, the, tonight at Irving Plaza. <laughs> spicy remoulade. <laughs> and the spicy crabs. So it's not an unfair question to say... Hey, your crab cakes, you know, that are $24. It's a little appetizer, crab cake for 24 bucks. Is it lump crab meat? I or is it, or is it like Mr. Rich. Or is it like a, a patty? Is it like a shitty, like, you know, cake patty? I need a photo of this. Yo, she had no fucking clue. She's like, people like it very much. I'm I like, could say it's the most popular. It's very popular. I'm like, yeah, I'm not asking oh, if it's yes. popular. Is it crabby or is it, as Spot said yesterday, binding? Is it all like breadcrumbs? Rich Davis, the crab cake king of L.A. Well, dude, you... All right, so... He's talked about crab cakes all fucking week. If you want to hear more about you that... You know what? Oh, Patreon. I, honestly... Yo, 25 bucks, I get them. They're all fucking... I needed, they might as well be frozen crab cakes. All I, needed, all I needed yeah. was this photo from wherever this is, Yelp or... or I should have looked, Spot. Hold on. I wasn't in the mood to start looking up Yelp. I thought the wait... Yeah, Look I was at like, that. Those are not, I could have told you without hesitation... Those are shitty crab that cakes. That those are shitty breadcrumbs with a... Oh, the like ounce little, of, like little pieces the of little crab. tiny piece of crab. It's inside. probably imitation it's crab. It's like fucking bread patties with a little yeah, crab inside. You know real. me. I am Captain, uh, you know, I'm King Crab. I know this shit. It's my yeah. favorite appetizer. With God, that looks so, that looks wee. Yo, that shit look, does look, fr- like, who set it up? The Mookie said, it looks like it's frozen from a box. That's why when you say crab cake, 25 bucks, my thought is, well, if it's a $25 crab cake, Yo, is this like legit lump crab meat? Or because if you know, if it was nine ninety nine, I would have said, okay, I get it. Yeah, I would have been okay with that. But come on. So it was right. nice catching up with Super Agent Sean Wyman. Always do the Google search, Rich. It's nice to get motivated again. It's nice to see an old friend. He's a friend, but he's also our agent. And again, just to brainstorm because Cavino and Rich are are far from done. You know, we have big goals, but then you know we wrap up the bill. And he's like, let's go meet the big dog who runs the agency, right? Sean works for a guy. And Sean really believes in this guy. <laughs> and we've only met this guy, you know, through Zoom mostly. And we've met him and he's all suited up. He's a business guy. We go to another bar, another bar we used to go to when we worked at ESPN. And he's there. And it's the first time I've ever seen this guy outside of his suit. And Rich uses the example. It's like, it's like seeing a door guy in a building in street clothes. No, it's like, it's seeing, like seeing your, your mailman teacher. or your Remember teacher. Remember your teacher as a kid? 
like seeing them outside of the classroom, normal clothes. You're like, what is going on? Oh my God. I don't re- recognize the principal in normal clothes. Like I didn't rec- I recognize. <laughs> you but must it have just had interactions so with this guy. I never had because I picture him that way. No, I, yeah. I picture him in a suit, you know, suited up business guy. It's the first time I saw him in like regular guy clothes and my impression of him changed like complete 180. Like, I'm like, wow, this guy's a really cool dude. I don't know how I wasn't able to see like it before. I respected him as a professional before, but now I respect him as like, this guy's a cooler, I, older guy. I feel like, like this happened with uh, our old big boss, big, big boss. I feel like we saw him in shorts once <laughs> and you saw like his weak ass legs and you're like, it could really change this? your perception. <laughs> That's Who my are point. you? You're like, you like, because to me, the suit equals a beard. You really don't know what's going on underneath there. It's a great disguise, right? Like the beard. Oh, look at that beard. Underneath that, you can be some weak chin having fucking goober. But the right? suit the is... The suit is like, hey, you know, it's a professional look, but you really don't know... What your style is. What that guy's vibe is really all about outside of that you know suit. Why? Because... So it's make suit, or break. When you wear a suit, when I wear a suit, when Spot wears a suit, unless you are so stylish where you're like i'm gonna rock a skinny suit with no socks and show ankle and unless you're like on the very current current trend that suit goes out of style but i'm saying quick though i'm saying that's like the your one most stylish trend most people the suit sort of like a school uniform makes everyone the same right so when you see a guy only in a suit you're like well, okay. outside of this, is he a t-shirt guy? Is he like a you don't know. Patagonia guy? Is he a button-up shirt guy? Is, is he, he a polo a, guy? Is he a polo? Is he a, a khakis guy? Like, does he rock Jordans? So does he rock see, loafers? Like, you don't know. When someone sees you in a suit only, you don't know what their whole style is at all outside of that. Remember, we, we used to be friends with a guy named Chris Mazzilli. I mean, still are friends with him. Just haven't. Haven't seen him. seen him in a long time. And he owned Gotham Comedy Club and Still all these does. jazz clubs in New York City. He would bring all these comedians on our show. He's their agent. He was Sebastian Maniscalco's agent, but owned Gotham Comedy Club. Dude was known for having expensive Italian suits. The guy yeah. was suited up professional all the time. He brought me to his suit guy right. to get a suit. Like <laughs> the this story guy goes, I, I wasn't there, but Rich, you actually saw this dude outside right. of his suit. This guy. Like, Who, you, weren't you like, who's this lumberjack? He wore a suit. Yeah. Barney Stinson style. Every day. Yeah. Never saw him without a suit. What's the matter, buddy? Oh, what's the matter, buddy? <gasps> Sorry. Oh, gusher. Oh, snack. I thought oh. it was a Valentine's Thanks, treat. Thanks, buddy. Happy, it's, it's Valentine's weekend, Papa. Happy Valentine's, Papi. Oh. I've had a gusher fruit snack. Where's Spots Gusher? I've had Gusher. Emmy. Hmm. So. Oh, you love Chris, that Gusher. You didn't like the Zod I gave you yesterday. Chris Mazzilli, owner of Gotham Comedy Club. For gummies. He is, no joke, Suited up like Barney Stinson all the time. I never saw the guy without an expensive suit on. We see this guy. I see him because I told him, I'm going to get a car this weekend. That's what it was. And I go, he goes, where are you going? I go, eh, probably the dealership on the west side. I was living in Manhattan. So there's a BMW dealership spot. Remember on like the west side in the 40s, they had all those car dealerships. Yes. He's like, if you want, I know the business manager there. I'll meet. Grab a coffee. I'll meet you there Saturday morning, 9 a.m. How nice of the guy looking like, back. We owe, we owe Chris yeah. Mazzilli a no, little. I mean, one of the best dudes. So well, really nice guy. I was guy. like, yeah, let's go. We'll grab a cup of coffee or breakfast. I'll, you know, breakfast on me. You know this guy? But that'd be amazing. So he introduces me to like the main salesperson at BMW. He's like, I'll give you a, a better deal. I was like, fantastic. But when I meet up with him, he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm sitting in the lobby. <laughs> You're looking he's, for suit. I'm looking <laughs> for 
suit. Beep, 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 beep. He's wearing like t-shirt tucked into jeans with a belt, like a look where, and, and like a, like a Joe like Goldberg, loafers. like a Joe Goldberg, like generic hat. Yeah. And I'm like, he, he was like at an LL Bean catalog. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, who, like, is, who is this guy? Where's the Mazzilli I know all suited up? Yeah. So anyway, at this meeting yesterday, I had a totally different understanding and respect for this guy, seeing him in his normal guy element without the suit. And I don't know, man. It made me rethink, like, yeah, the suit's a good look, but it really doesn't define who that person is at all. Like, no. You might as well be the generic dude like anyone else. No, some, guy, some guys that rock a suit every day, catch him on that casual Friday, he's wearing uh, mom jeans. Yeah, so it could either, like, really change your opinion for the worst. Like, this is what he looks like outside of the suit. Or, we, or, or, or you're like, wow, this guy's cool, man. I remember the, uh, when I was living in Manhattan, yeah. remember the young guy that worked the front desk at the apartment I lived in? I saw him at City Field at a Mets game. Renzo is his name. And I used to talk to this guy all the time about the Mets and bullshit. He'd be at the front desk, friendly dude. But I only saw him in his like, corny bellman outfit that he had to wear to work there like the like his little brown jacket his little hat and everything paging mr herman yeah like, hey, mr yeah. herman you have a telephone call at the front desk and i'm like that's how i pictured him so i'm at city field he's like yo rich what's up i'm like yo it took me a second because i'm like oh like, oh you're wearing like you know like, like cool like clothes. cool clothes and you got like sneakers on and uh, you have a hat on and I don't it's, know. it's a weird feeling even as an adult and again, I respected this guy, but I respect him more knowing that outside of that suit, which is a great disguise and is very generic, he's a cool guy outside of it. Yeah. So we hung out with our agent. He introduced, introduced us to some really cool people. It's fun to get into that sort of vibe again. Had a good time and then went home. And then Rich and I debated, yeah, could we really do that again? Like two full-time jobs and making this commute and... It's tough, man. Yeah. You, wonder, you, wonder what you're, you wonder what you're capable of if you've done it before. And what's next? Yeah. What's, and what's next? What's next? And something's you know, next. We just had the, Camino and I just had the conversation I'm sure everyone has had with their friends or coworkers or, you know, especially if you're, if you're in an industry where you're dreaming big, if you open up your own business or you're trying to pursue something where, you know, the, the, your potentials limitless, right? Like you could, it, you know, you could be, a, it's like your t-shirt in the early 2000s. Endless limits. Endless limits. Yes. But I was telling Cavino, Rich's graphic tee was inspiring. And I was, I was actually talking to my buddy Zach about this the other day. Cause he's a, you know, he's a, he writes scripts and stuff like that. That's what he wants to do. That's like not his day job, but he's, you know, he's trying to do that stuff. And all it takes in any industry is really just one super important person to believe in you. That's it. No matter we, we what met you, some people yesterday. No matter what you do for a living. It could be as simple as, you know, I really like those guys. I'm going to give them a chance. <laughs> Let's bring them on. Yeah. It could be as simple as that. Next thing you know, our whole lives could change. And I feel like that's bound to happen this year. Something's going to happen. We just don't know what. And we were in that mindset yesterday. What's next? Are yeah. you ready for it? Got to stay ready. I got to start getting ready. And then went to bed. I, I was down for another drink last night. You know, I was down. Our buddy United Tim, Private Pilot Tim, came to town and I thought I'd catch up for a drink with him but then he got back to me too late so maybe later tonight but I was down ended up watching the rest of that Joe Montana documentary fantastic I mean we got to keep him in the conversation guys with with all the icons evil Knievel Bruce Lee <laughs> yeah. Joe Montana you know Michael Jordan 
Tom Brady too. Like, fuck out no, no, fuck, fuck out here. You gotta, you. you gotta remember who was the goat before the goat. Tom Brady took a lot of the goat shine away from Joe Montana. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. And we gotta remember how great Joe Montana was. Rich will tell you. You know, I've always thought he was great. He's a 49ers guy. I'm a, Montana was my hero but, as a kid. But you know, I was, you I was this asking documentary, uh, you also appreciate him as, as a man. And you're like, man, he was so cool. I was, I was asking Kavino last night. I said, Montana was able to play mid-92, but they stuck with Steve Young, right? 49ers lost to the Cowboys that year. 93, they lost to the Cowboys that year. 90, is that when Steve Young won the MVP? The Yeah, 92, 92 is when he won the MVP. So... Young was the MVP. They stuck with him over Montana. Think about that. Montana's out. Steve Young's in. Steve Young wins the MVP. That's how crazy that quarterback competition yeah, was. They both they won. the greatest guy of all time and the guy who's bound to be they, like the next great one. They both won two MVPs within a 10-year period. It's crazy. So then Montana goes to the Chiefs in 93-94 and then retires because it's time. But you but know I, what? Though? I asked you, if you think, if Joe Montana... Got to play in the playoffs in 92, 93, 94. If he had like a few more seasons, do you think Montana would have won one? One if more? If Steve Young won one, then I think Montana would have won one. Maybe at that point was Young better than Montana at that point. I mean, that's what they say. Well, yeah, the way they looked at it as they had more longevity with Steve Young moving forward. I'll tell you, looking back as a Niners fan, every fan wanted Montana. Yeah, it's sad. Like looking back, it's like sad Steve, to be Young. Steve Young. It's sad to be Steve Young because the way they describe it is everybody loves Joe Montana. Everybody liked Steve Young, liked Steve I, Young, but loved. I think they Joe sort Montana. of. I think they sort of punked Steve Young in the documentary. They did. I think they did. They too. punked him because every time spot they go to Steve Young, even Jerry Rice. Steve Young is like always like, oh, you know, I was backing up a legend, and he was always respectful. My mentor. Yeah, and everyone else in the documentary seems to shit on Steve Young. Were they all wearing Von Dutch hats? Why would they do that? Punked. That's what oh, punked. Okay. <laughs> um, everyone yeah, in the everyone in the documentary, like even Jerry Rice was Playing like chess over here. Even Jerry Rice was like, "Yeah, we should have stuck him on time." Everybody. And I'm like, "Yo, that. Jerry Rice, who by the way has caught more passes from Steve Young than Joe Montana, was quick to be like, we should have stuck with Joe, Randy Cross, Brent Jones, well, all those superstars.' He proved he still had it in yeah. Kansas City. You know, as a kid, you think that he went to Kansas City and sort of sucked, but then you're reminded, like, he was still really good and still had that magic. And he played two solid years there and was kind of hurt the second year, but retired after that. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy when you think there's two teams. I got real emotional watching it because Joe Montana gets emotional. The amount of hurt he has still all these years later about his his departure from San Francisco. And when he talks about his, his mom and stuff, he's like, yeah, it's but sad. When, when man. you think though, Jordan's about, like, "Are you crying?" I'm like, "No." When just pouting, when, I got allergies. You know, you see Joe Montana saying, "Like, I never wanted to leave." And then the owner, the owner, Eddie DeBartolo, was equally sort of obsessed with Montana, like the fans yeah. were. So he was like, "Yo, listen, you'll start. I'll make. I'll. I'm the owner. You'll start if you stay." And Joe's like, "Nah, I, 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 it's, it's I got time. it." And then you you do realize, like, man, it's it was it was sad. And there's two teams that got so lucky. They don't have enough championships for how lucky they got, but the 49ers with Montana and Young back-to-back and the Packers with Favre and Aaron Rodgers back-to-back. Like yeah. Some teams, there are teams like the Dolphins or the Bears or certain teams that never, ever have the answer at quarterback. These two teams had back-to-back Hall of Famers. Amazing. Pretty crazy. Amazing. So watch that. Great documentary on Peacock. Joe Montana, cool under pressure. 
I'm more excited about the Tiger King movie coming out on Peacock. You're the only guy. Is that with Nick Cage? With uh, No, it's not Nick Cage, but Kate McKinnon plays Carol Baskin. I want the one with Nick Cage. But it's like, it really like highlights all the care. It looks it looks funny. Actually, Spot, you're not the only guy. Rich is really excited. That's why he's wearing the shirt. That's wearing my, my Tiger yeah, shirt today. I think Tiger King. He's the is, Tiger Prince. There's a part of me that thinks it was so perfectly timed for us needing something dumb in the beginning of the pandemic that any other time it wouldn't have got that attention. So, I don't know. I think it would have. I think no, it was so I, preposterous. Lightning in a bottle sort of thing. I think, lightning I, in a, I think it was like, all right, everyone, you got to stay home for a few weeks because of COVID. And we're like, all right, this pandemic, I hope this doesn't last long. I agree What's with on TV, everybody? Oh, stock up on your toilet paper. What are we all going to collectively watch because everyone's stuck at home? Oh, this tiger documentary. It's so dumb. It's funny. Yeah, I'm so over it. I never made it through the I second didn't, I version didn't, I didn't even bother. I didn't so watch about it. it. Yeah. We were so you know, enthralled. We were so... Yeah entertained by the first one and never watched the second but i think i think things still have the the potential for momentum despite the pandemic like like squid game became popular i think the tinder swindlers uh, getting some steam i think certain things hit i think that still would have hit. Uh, maybe, maybe you're right spot but there's a part of me that's like it was so dumb and it was so perfectly like like Kavino said sometimes conditions must be perfect and i think conditions, conditions perfect it was like hey this is when Spot, take it back almost two years when it was like, all right, everyone's going to stay home for a couple weeks. You and I joked about when are we going back to the office? May? No, not that that long. Yeah, it was like March till May. We thought that was like the long game. It was Easter. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, we watched the Tiger King. I think think the timing and everything was perfect. So... Wrapped up our Thursday, woke up this morning, got some gabagool, gabagool, and drove in and got caught in LA traffic, which always blows. It was hard. It was mm-hmm. rough today. But I threw on 80s on 8 because that gets me in a good vibe, right? 80s on 8, Mark Goodman's pleasure chest. Oh, it's, it's treasure chest? Says who? Says who? Says, I hear, not I says hear, me. I hear pleasure every time. That says Madonna. Yeah, I was banging Cindy Lauper back in 1982. Mark Goodman. Girls just want to have fun with my pleasure chest. <laughs> 80s on 8. So, I'm listening to 80s on 8, and I had an epiphany spot. Rich, you're going to be like, I don't even know this song. At least I hope you do. I know a lot of songs. Okay. Is it time to change by the Brady Bunch? No, Rich, spot, you're going to be like, how the fuck did you not know this? I did not know this. Okay, let's hear it. I don't know everything. So, I'm listening to all these songs, you know, listening to your typical 80s on 8 sort of playlist, and all of a sudden... You don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. No, no. Yeah. We can dance and part. That comes on. And I look at the screen. Na, 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 na. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Bro, I, for, year, for my whole life, I thought a woman sang that song. Are you serious? I never thought a dude would be fucking corny enough to sing that line. I know the song very I, well. I'm like, bring on the good time. I would have never known this wasn't a woman. Unless I thought I, this was like, a woman? I thought it was a woman my whole life. Now I gotta hear. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a woman my entire life. Da-na-na, I have an alternate. And, and why would this. a man sing this song? I thought it was just a woman. Now I hear it. I do. I, I hear you now. I never knew this was a guy. I thought it was some, you know, some black woman. How do you not think this is a guy? How the fuck do you think it's a guy? 
If you're it's a little like kid, you know, your whole life listening, you just assume. And plus, you get, I never you get to the hook. I thought a guy would want to take his clothes off to have a good time. So you wonder if it's yeah. a woman? I, I always thought of it from a sexist perspective, too. Fast, Sounds like a guy to you? Sounds like a man to you? So fast. Sounds like a woman. He's right. The only guy I knew that sounded like that was Michael Jackson. I still, after reading it, I have to ask myself, who the fuck is Jermaine Stewart? Because that's who's saying it. I'm like, Jermaine Stewart? Can I tell you for... Ah, The news to me after all these years, so... Yeah, it does sound like a female artist. They read... Who redid that song? Was it... Nobody. No, Uh, so like... No, someone sampled it. Like Jim Class Heroes or... Justin Timberlake, someone sampled, like, I'm trying to think, someone did a 2000s version of that song. Really? You know what always... Who? who? I lost a little respect for the guy. Oh, like in the e- EJ Reed hit us up. Gym Class Heroes. Look up Jim, I because I, that's a, it's been sampled since or redone. Hey, it's Mark Goodman, 80s on 8. Welcome to my pleasure chest. Uh, back in the 80s, I did not uh, agree with these lyrics Heroes at all. Close off, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, take a listen. You remember this one, the remake. Maybe. Absolutely. Okay. Gym class heroes with Patrick Stump of Fall Out Boy. Oh, he did. We have to. Yeah. My God. That's corny that way. The other way. I mean, I'm a guy that likes to keep my clothes on. You know, who wants to see these hairy nipples? But still, I want you to take your clothes off. I never, I, I think I knew it was a dude because of it being sampled, but listening to the song, if I, if I, I agree with you. If I just heard that song, I'd be like, yeah, it's a female artist. My whole life, I thought it was a female. I have, I have an opposite version of this, and, and I think I've shared this before. You know the song Automatic by the Pointer Sisters? Yeah. I always thought the person that was singing first was like a, a dude featured with the Pointer Sisters. Dude, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, like it's like here. That's a dude, right? I love this song, though. I thought it was like some smooth brother that I was, it was like featured. featuring Stevie Wonder. Yeah, like, Jerry Curl. Who is sure. that? It's her. It's one of the Pointer Sisters. That's a good example. Opposite. I'm with you on that. I'm like, that's a sister? Like for the longest time, I'm like, what? Not featuring anyone? She's the low, low part of the harmony, huh? By the way, this song's fantastic. I thought it was featuring like Ray Parker Lewis or something. Right? Ray Parker, Ray Parker Jr. Jr. Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. Who, oh, Parker Lewis can't Parker lose. Parker Lewis can't yeah, lose. Yeah, I can mind them both on a flashback Friday. Ray Parker Lewis can't lose. It's totally automatic. Yeah, that's just had a deep voice. So anyway, it made me think of all those. But I knew it was Jermaine Stewart. Those I, moments. I, yeah. If you want to share some, if not, we can move on because that was my this morning. You know, where you were totally misled of the image you had in your mind the whole time. You're like, oh, it's not what I expected at all. In fact, I thought it was a man. You know, it happens. It happens. This is one time Yes. Uh, I found out Finkel was Einhorn. And Einhorn, and Einhorn. Einhorn was Finkel. It does happen in life. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn's Finkel. It's a man. It happens with music um, a lot. Yeah, there, there's one I'll give you that I, I point out on Pop 2K. Remember when Rich said the girls in Poison were really hot? I'm like, Rich, those are dudes. Those are dudes. That's Brett Michaels. I mean, maybe he wasn't. Maybe he would be. <laughs> He's really pretty. You, Jermaine Stewart's very ambiguous. Really? It was, it was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't know it was a dude. I'm like, Jermaine Stewart? It was the 80s. That's fine. Jermaine I just Stewart. didn't know it was a guy. Was I always thought 80s. it was a woman that sang that song. And it made more sense to me as a sexist little boy growing up. 
Like the girl's like, nah, I don't have to take her clothes oh, off. Did you know but the guy's Stewart like, yeah. died? Oh. I mean, look, I'm sad. I, I'm sorry about that. I'm just saying, Stewart died I'm not at the age of young guy. at the age of 39. Wow, that Bummer. sucks. That does suck. So anyway, I had an epiphany. You could think of your moments. Oh, he was openly. I have more of them, but he died of AIDS. Looking back, they're not as great. Like when, the first time I heard, well, the first time I heard, quit playing games with my heart. I thought they were like an R&B black group. I went to the store. Quit and playing games with my heart. I went to the store heart. and I asked the guy. I sang it for him, and he handed me a little maxi single with like five little white guys on it. I'm like, Nah, this isn't. Uh, it. I, can't I, be want it. One, uh. I want the one with the black guys. They sing it. Like, no, no, sorry, this is it. It's Backstreet Boys. You know, quit playing games with my heart. Quit yeah, playing games with my heart. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great song. Yeah, and I'm like, that was their first single, right? Backstreet Boys. You know, Boys? it's funny. Looking back, totally misled. Looking like, back, you could appreciate songs that maybe when you were a younger guy, it was not cool to like. But that song, like, quit playing games. That was great. Can't deny it. Boom, 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 better boom, boom, I went out to boom, buy it. But again, my I, I was way into like Boys to Men and Joe to See and yeah. R&B at that time. And I'm thinking, yeah, oh, give it, give it up. Who sings that? Blackstreet? And they're like, no, Backstreet Joe Boys. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Jodeci is such a dope, games. dope name. Jodeci. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what does it mean? Forever, my I don't know. lady. To me, it just screams like dopeness. It's like a dream. And I remember hearing what's going Happy on. Happy Valentine's, puppy. Happy Valentine's, puppy. <laughs> Valentine's weekend. I remember hearing what's going on on the Flashback Friday. And I cry. Oh, my God. I thought that was a dude. I really did. I thought that was a dude that sang that song. I was so confused. But hearing it now and knowing it, I'm like, oh, it's obviously a, a woman that sings that. But before, again, this is prior to social media. Hadn't seen the video. You know, I only heard it on the radio. I had this visual of some dude, you know, singing that way. I, I was like, four non-blondes. Yeah, I like that dude. Those dudes are cool. I can't even do it. 25 years of my life is still outside. I'm like, yeah, that guy hits those notes, man. That, guy got, he's got a, that guy's got a unique thing going on. I like it. And then I saw the video. I'm like, well, who the fuck is that? So anyway, uh, Jermaine Stewart. That's, really, my that's a really embarrassing one that for me. Like I thought my whole life it was a woman because it's a dude with like a guy's name. You want to hear what my brother? No, it's a, it's a dude with a woman. It's like an 80s artist that's like super popular. And I always thought it was like, oh, Grace Jones. No, it was. Yeah, because you did I'll, that recently. There was Remember? Uh, Grace, uh, what's her name? Oh, Tracy Chapman. He thought she was oh, a dude. that was it. Tracy Chapman. When I was younger, I was like, yeah, Tracy no Chapman. No younger. That happened like two months ago. Yeah, when no. I was younger. I was 42. Yeah. I was 41. When I was younger. He was two months younger. I'm, I, I'm, I'm younger five minutes ago than I am now, right? Rich on this show, like not too long ago. I was like, yeah, he was well, pretty I, cool, no, right? I, I, like, knew, I knew it, but. Me and Spot looked at each other like, does I, he know? I knew it. Obviously, as an adult, but when I was younger, it was one of those I still have to remind myself. Oh yeah, Tracy. Tracy's a boy. Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman. Al Alice Cooper. I thought it was a woman. <laughs> Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. No, my brother. She's, man, she's my, really beautiful. She's really blessed. I love her. <laughs> she's really. <laughs> my last trip to New Jersey, which was recently. Alice Cooper could look like a woman. My brother goes, "Yo, what was up with that? Like, we're, we're Sandler and Boy George, good friends or something?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Oh yeah. He's like, because boy George, like he, he, in Billy Madison, he, he does, I'll tumble for you. Yeah. And then he has him in the movie, The Wedding Singer. I'm like, that's not boy George. That's a, isn't that that's Arquette, Alexis right? Arquette. That's yeah. Alexis that's Arquette, Arquette yeah. who's, who's also in Pulp Fiction. One of the Arquettes who, I think they took their yeah. life, right? 
Ah, sad story. But he's like, I just assumed that was Boy George the whole time. Yo, Spock, can like, you play the beginning? Boy you George, play, you dumbass. Can you play just the beginning of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman? Yeah, I could see, of course, how you think it's fantastic. A fantastic song. I got a fast car. Maybe a picture it as a woman. Picture it as a woman. And by the way, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. <laughs> I thought it was Steve Cooper. She's, she's a little gothy for me. <laughs> Not my style. So, right, so picture a woman. Tracy Chapman. Of course, I know where you're going. Long intro. Well, remember when we were young? A raspy woman. Oh, it is a woman, bro. It is a woman. Holy shit, this guy. Wait. Oh my god. Can I go home now? It is a woman. Chapman is a woman. Is a woman. Yes. But wait, then that's not the one. Then. Wait. What am I? It wasn't Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Hold on. Then I knew it was a woman. No, there was a woman you that thought I thought it was, was a, man. a dude. You thought it was a dude. We told you it was a woman. You Alice. still think it's a woman. I mean, you still think it's a man. Wait, hold on. Play it again. <laughs> no. Oh, no. You've lost. I don't know about Jesus. it. Um, oh, by the way, there's one that I'll throw out there that I, I bring up on Pop 2K because I think sometimes when people adjust their act, yeah. you might not realize it's the same person. It's one that you probably know as well. When Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park did... Fort Minor, he was featured with uh, Holly Brook. Where'd you go? Right. I miss you so. Holly Brook is Skylar Gray, right. who did I Need a Doctor and Love the Way You Lie with Rihanna. Skylar Gray and Holly Brook, same person. It's just she changed her name into her career. So I think some people might not connect the dots at Holly Brook. And right. Skylar Gray, Just same like person. A minor, I feel like a minor example because it's not a big change, but Kesha was featured on that song, Right Round. With Flo Rida. With Flo Rida. Mm -hmm. And she had to like change the spelling of her name when she became a solo artist, or I guess for contractual issues. But yeah. Kesha. Right. Was, so, yeah, Kesha that. was the, you spin me right round. Right. Yeah. But she was a no name at the time, so she wasn't even named on the song. Right. Which is, yeah, that's disrespect of the highest regard. So anyway, on my way in, had one of those moments and wanted to share that with you. I'm sure I'm not the only guy. We've all had those moments Tracy. where you're misled and you're thinking, yeah, that dude's cool. That's that's not a dude. That's a woman. Tracy. And vice versa. And vice versa. Right? So there you have it. <laughs> and, 80s on 80. And in the days of, of pre-Google, pre-internet. Pre-Goo. Pre-Goo. Of course you don't, you know, you can't Google search these people. So you're just relying on what you hear on the yeah. radio and the sound of their voice. For I, sure. Unless I you saw it. the video, I you know, you just I mean, didn't know. You and I, Steve, yeah, grew up oh, with yeah. our faces glued to Obsessed. cable and MTV. So of MTV. course we've seen all these people and we know who they are. Rich says it's a disadvantage. Right, women, right. I feel like there's someone, I'm, I'm looking up women musicians with man names. I feel like I, I, I've been tricked more than once. Well, well, if you figure it surprise. out, let me know. Let's get into the ready to get into the rando news of the day. Sure. Free Twitch Friday. News it rando. Rando Calrissian. And this segment is brought to you by Knack Bags. Visit knackbags.com and use code CRSHOW for a very special gift. Treat your Valentine with a sleek backpack from Knack Bags. Knack Bags. Dot com. Happy Valentine's, puppy. Code CR show. Now, look at this neck bag. If look you're a bad this. guy, look at this. Yeah. Hey, look if you're not a bad guy, 
then you should be one because this is the one you need. I got it. Spot got it. Rich got it. And they got lots of cool pockets. Think of how much more you could fit in there if you didn't have uh, packaging. Well, Rich is using his. Rich has an oversized one, but he's using it as like almost like a diaper bag. Yeah, I'm going to use this when we travel. When Sarah and I travel, I'm using this travel bag. I could use this like a kid's bag or it stretches out so you could use it as a. Like a carry on if you have a little weekend trip. So I use mine like like more of an everyday. I have a smaller black one and uh use it like more of an everyday sort of thing. Knackbags.com, K N A C K knackbags.com. Again, code C R show, the letter C R S H O W. Like when I was looking for a bag and I stumbled across knack, I I like I need pouches and compartments and zippers mm-hmm. and things because i have so much random stuff like i have wires and laptops and chargers and this and that and everything i like the little key straps i can never buy a bag that doesn't have like a little hook for the for your keys you know what i mean a little clasp yeah so it's it it suits my needs and it's it's a great valentine's gift especially ladies if you don't know what to buy your your man i mean a nice bag you can never go wrong and there's plenty of bags for everybody knackbags.com anyway it brings us to our rando news of the day and Rich, first things first, I Papa freaks all the honeys. Happy Valentine's, Papa. Happy Some big Valentine's. awards were given out yesterday as we head into Super Bowl weekend. Any of them surprise you? Um, Number one being Aaron Rodgers, second year in a row as the NFL MVP. I was kind of surprised, it, Alex Berman, it, it, that it, it didn't it, go it, to Brady. It didn't surprise me at all. I mean, he but deserved it. All it does, though, is it points out that, man, Aaron Rodgers is so good. But so good. After all this. This is what, fourth? Fourth. Do you know who has the most ever? Peyton Manning? Yeah. Peyton has five. Aaron Rodgers has four now. There's a handful of people with three, but he is now one behind Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, five MVPs. He has four. But My what thinking it, was that the voters would hold the whole. COVID thing against COVID him. vaccine thing against him. Nah, he dominated the whole year. Give it to Brady because he was also deserving. It was his last year and he's Brady and Brady would be like, I'm out MVP, it but just, Aaron Rodgers got it. He deserved it. That's awesome. all it does. All it does is was just wrong. Remind you though, that <laughs> this guy is the best. Maybe one, he may be the best regular season quarterback of all time, but he's trash in the playoffs. And to be honest, all it does is amplify that narrative. Like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to remind the world, yo, I'm the fucking best, but I just can't get it done. Well, he also said yeah. that he hasn't made a decision on next year yet. He has one Super Bowl. Can't take that away from him. But, but, the guy has one Super Bowl when you could argue that he should have three, four, five. He's that good. He, he's arguably, tell me right now, have you seen on a longer-term basis, a better regular season quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Joe Montana. Regular season. Oh, regular season? No. He's great. No, I mean, Montana. He's a bad man. You you could make the argument that Montana's the opposite. Montana's some MVP years, but Montana's the guy that stepped up in the clutch and sometimes looked bad in the regular season. Aaron Rodgers looks unbeatable. Regular season. And then it gets to the playoffs, and I think all this does is show that Aaron Rodgers is not clutch on a Hall of Fame level. He'll be a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest to play, but it's like the Atlanta Braves in the 90s, Kavino. It also could show you that he's not being set up to win, even though he's got great players around him, maybe not the right players. The Atlanta Braves won that division what felt like 20 years in a row. 
and they only have one World Series. Aaron Rodgers, four-time MVP. Every year he's in the conversation. Best regular season quarterback over the last couple decades. One Super Bowl. If you look at the Packers, like search this later on your own time. Search Packers season by season. And it's like lost championship, lost championship, lost divisional, lost championship, lost championship, lost divisional, lost divisional. Like every year they get there. And then they shift the bed. If you're a Packers fan, you got to love them at the same time. Be like, oh. no matter what sport you root for, yeah. you know, if you don't win that big game, it ruins it. Like, I can't tell you how many boxing records I look up. And I'm like, this dude fought the best. This dude beat everybody, but when he fought the best, he lost. I don't know. Uh, That's like, that says a lot. I know, like, uh, Mike Tyson dropped a, dropped an album. Mike Tyson's greatest hit. <laughs> Check out my boxing record. I got, uh, I'm singing, um, <laughs> What's the song he does in uh Fast Car by Tracy Chapman? <laughs> I got a fast car. Mike Tyson's greatest hits I coming can't, soon. I, I want to hear that. Mike oh, what's the song? Uh, what's the one he does? Wait, I have over? to take off. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. It, uh, in the, I can feel it in the air tonight. Hold on. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Is this, did he say hold on or oh lord? I always mess that up. I don't know. So, oh, he sings one night in Bangkok at the in the second one. Remember, yeah. congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers, your boy Mike Vrabel, coach of the year. I can see that. He Good got for the, him. He got the one seed. He got the one seed in the AFC, which is more competitive than the NFC. Yet they didn't get it done in the playoffs. But you know, I'll go through these real quick. Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt. I mean, we're heading into the Super Bowl weekend, football weekend. TJ Watt, props to him, huh? They were Steelers. You look big. Know what you do? You look back, and I love these. When you look back and see all these dumb analysts criticizing picks, like someone's like TJ Watt shouldn't even have been drafted. He's getting props because of his brother. Like I love the old quotes. That's why it's awesome. Yeah, the the old quotes of like analysts and and people that like the Mel Kuypers that are like, this guy's gonna stink. I just and love that he, he created his own path and, you know, is going to be a standout in his own right, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, TJ Watt, congratulations. Comeback player of the year. No surprise. Joe Burrow. Burrow. Dude's a beast. Well, offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. Again, no big surprise, but man, some big stars in the league moving forward. Yeah. Makes it exciting. You know who I'm curious to see uh, next year? Waddle in Miami because mm-hmm. if the 49ers offensive coordinator... Did that with Debo Samuel. There's got to be some guys in Miami that are like, yo, do that with me. I could be a running back wide receiver. I got the skills. Um, but back to the quarterback thing for a second. We grew up watching a lot of guys that were great that never won. Marino. I mean, Bernie Kosar was good. Jim Kelly was great. Never won. There's a lot of great quarterbacks that never won. I'm saying that Aaron Rodgers is just always so close. Makes it to the divisional or championship game every year. He's never lost in the Super Bowl. I'm saying he gets caught up early in the playoffs every year. It's it's wild to think. All year, they look great. Never in the playoffs. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Micah Parsons, Cowboys. Assistant Coach of the Year, Dan Quinn, Cowboys. The Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, Andrew Whitworth, the Rams. 40-something-year-old Whitworth. He's the guy. Apparently, he has a great relationship with Joe Burrow, too. Side story, mm-hmm. where they were both in rehab last year, recovering, became good pals. Now they're against each other Your in buddies. the Super Bowl. Uh, 
And that's it, man. Oh, the FedEx Player of the Year is uh, Weston Idaho. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady of the Buccaneers. So Tom uh, Brady, not the MVP, but he won. Yeah, don't worry, he got FedEx the FedEx Player, Player of the Year. Of the year. That's it. He'll go out on that note. The FedEx so as we Player of the Year. Head into the <laughs> Super Bowl weekend. Speaking of uh, props, TV. You're going to see some of those big stars Speaking play of this weekend. TB12, I saw that his final touchdown ball. Yeah. Is up for auction. Um, some guy. So it was just thrown into the stands at the end of the game by uh, or after the uh, touchdown. Really? I didn't even notice that. So who caught it? Who do you remember? It was Evans, wasn't it? Yeah, Evans threw it in the stands, and guy took it. Yeah, he's like, you know, thought nothing of it, but like no one came and approached him. What? They probably assumed that Brady would continue to go on to play another season, but. He just tucked it in his jacket, walked out, and now has put it up for auction. Damn. Uh, and I saw somewhere that his first ever touchdown ball went for like 400-something thousand. So who knows what this might fetch. Wow, Damn. that's awesome. Damn. Pretty cool stuff. But yeah, I saw that. Oh, um, and uh, did I mention Offensive Player of the Year? Cooper Cup? No, you did not. I mean, obviously. Cooper yeah. Cup. Another guy that along the way was doubted. Yeah, I mean, what a year he had. That's like the, that's, I'll be honest, is he going to be I, the difference maker this weekend? I love those stories where people are told like, yeah, you're not good enough. You should do this. You should, you should do that. Like, Those should be inspiring to anyone, no matter what you do for a living. The stories of doubt. Oh, yeah. It's motiva- It's a great motivator. Yeah, I, I think the Rams should win this weekend. I want the Bengals to win, but I think the Rams should win. So in other news, think about it, they're on. stacked. They got all these veterans that are there to win, right? Von Miller. Donald now has been a stud on defense for them. Cooper Cup had, like I said, best offensive year a wide receiver could possibly ever have. He's unreal. Matthew Stafford came from Detroit. Like, this guy's like, oh, finally. And he has a chance to, he has a chance to show that I spent the decade in Detroit and it wasn't me. Cooper Cup has that Jerry Rice sort of ability about him in the sense that he's like always open. It's like, how is he always, you know, they're going to throw to yeah. this guy. How it's, is he open? He should uh, change his name to Butter. Buttercup. 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 Because he's smooth like butter. Because he's smooth like butter. Spot. That's uh, what his girlfriend calls him. But butter. No, but butter. you knew that Montana was, or Steve Young was throwing to Jerry Rice. But somehow, this yeah. dude was always helping. No, but you know, and the he, answer, he the answer. is the first step. His first yeah. step always the route. beat the, out the, the, the defensive route, back. The route running is unbelievable. Like, you and I wouldn't understand. We're not so football players. Cooper but Cup that, that runs step, a nice route. That step off the line of scrimmage, that first step, and the route. You mean, you know, I don't guess. It's the dip and rip, man. He's dipping no, and ripping. I'm just saying that these guys play at a speed <sighs> and an you, intensity. He's going, ha, 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 ha. Because you're right. There are times. And ha, ha. Even the, swim move, even the amateur. ha, ha. Even the amateur people that have never watched or care about football or played will watch and say, yo, he's the star, right? How come he's open every time? There's a reason. Like, good karate moves. Yeah. I'm telling you. Rich says, I don't know. I do know, actually. This is one of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's really great Smooth. at it. He's always open. Smooth like butter. Buttercup. Like buttercup. Yeah. In other news, moving on from sports for a second. No, you. By the way, Spot, we're all going to have to move on from football after this weekend. Right. I know. Got to start focusing on baseball and basketball. I know. And all the drama in the NBA. So much drama in the NBA. Yo. I'm sort of uh, sick of it, to be honest. No, what was it? Babies. No, the, uh, who was it? Uh, That's how I feel. They did the all-star selections. And did you see how rude Kevin Durant was to Ernie Johnson? No, why? Are you serious? I missed it. No. Please look this up while I tell Kavino one more thing. Look up Ernie Johnson and it just 
Kevin Durant, no. Just like, and all, all Barkley and they were all making fun of him afterwards, but you'll see in a second. Making fun of Kevin Johnson? No, no Ernie Johnson. I mean, Ernie Johnson, Kevin yeah. Johnson, kid I went to high school with. Ke- Kevin Make, Johnson, yeah. also former Phoenix Sun, KJ. Ma- making fun of Ernie Johnson? Man. Johnson. They're doing the draft, and of course it's all already sensitive because LeBron, if you don't know how it works, the, the NBA All-Star game is no longer like East versus West. They take two superstars, and those guys pick teams, like, and Remember be, LeBron be, and, and because, LeBron and Giannis, right? A few years ago. It, it was, this year it was LeBron and Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant, they just sent James Harden a fucking pack into Philadelphia. There's, not a, there's, a, there's a problem there. James Softin. But you know what? This could be Ben Simmons' big opportunity to break out in, in Brooklyn. I th- I'm rooting for him. He can't shoot. Maybe is this he is can. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaq hold, shoots better. Yeah, than hold him. on. Right. Hold this spot for a second. Okay. So it's already tense because LeBron. For the fuck of it, excuse my language, for the hell of it, Jeez, is Rich. not choosing, well, the smell of it, is not choosing Kevin Durant, I'm sorry, he's not choosing Harden, because he's trying to make Kevin Durant take Harden, but Kevin Durant does not want to take Harden, because they just traded him, and uh, clearly there's beef, so they keep beef playing essential chicken, and Kevin Durant, beef and chicken, oh. I don't know bro, I'm getting hungry, and Stop LeBron, <laughs> Keep avoiding James Harden. Finally, with the very last pick, LeBron got Harden. Oh, okay. So, I gotta, like, but, I got a Harden. And <laughs> my last you know, pick. Kevin Durant's hurt, and he's probably agitated that he's hurt because he's not playing. Yeah. And look at how rude he was to Ernie Johnson. He had to ask the question, but he got like a rude answer. Injury to uh, to KD. By the way, KD, before we get to this last pick, I I mean, can you tell us how you feeling and where you are in terms of coming back to play? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> but, I had, but I had to ask. Uh, okay, LeBron. <laughs> uh, and with and Katie's not even smiling. He's like, no. Of the what intro- a dick, right? Awkward, yeah. Awkward burgers. <laughs> oh, served. hey, okay, uh, LeBron. Ooh. No. So there's a game of chicken. There's a weird beef. An awkward burger served. Man. Yeah. Is that what you're serving at your Super Bowl party? Yeah. I'll tell you. Beef. I'll- Awkward burgers and chicken. I have a. Uh, I, I do want to talk about Super Bowl food in a second, but I have a, oh, an update on something that, to me, I'm wrapping up the random news. Oh yeah, good. Wrap up the random news. Brought to you by knackbags.com. <clears throat> um, Kanye West is in the news, and I want to strangle this guy. I mean, sorry, this guy's losing his mind. Yeah, I really do. Apparently, Billie Eilish at a show stopped the show, and she made some reference to Travis Scott. She did. She not. sort of sneaked. No, she didn't mention his name. But she sneaked this them, and she's like, I stop my shows when people need help. Make sure that person's okay. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Right? So now she starts. That sort of goes viral, makes news. You know, she sneaked this. Dust? Is sneak dust? What's the past tense? Sneak dust. <laughs> she sneaked dust. Yeah, it wasn't this. Sneak dust. Travis sneak Scott. Dust. And now, Deuced. Kanye sneak West, Deuced. who was scheduled to perform with Billie Eilish at Coachella, is saying, I'm pulling out of the show unless Billie Eilish apologizes to Travis Scott because by no means did Travis Scott mean for anybody to die at World. And when the, the fans got into the, I don't know, scrum. scrum. <laughs> when yeah. they were all smushed like sardines at the show, getting yeah. trampled on. So Kanye's saying, I'm out unless Billie Eilish apologizes. And I'm like, Kanye. How about you apologize for those terrible moon boots you're making people wear? <laughs> How about you apologize for that? How about you apologize for Taylor Swift again? Because you I don't the, think you fucking 
really apologized about that. You know what the sad part about Kanye is? Apologize for being a, a jagoff, even though I like your stuff. He clearly, he's probably bipolar. Of course. Needs to be on some sort of medication. Something. But the medication would probably hinder his creativity. So rather than have a normal level, level of creativity, he's just off the rails. But here's a guy that interrupted an award show, took away from Taylor Swift's moment, Thinks he's totally in the right to do so. Yeah. Probably still yo, thinks yo, yo, he had a point. Like, yo, yo, Taylor. No, I'm right. I'm, I'm right. right. I'm going to let you finish, Taylor. Yeah. But real quick, uh, it was Beyonce's award. Like, wants to bully. Wants that, to bully again. That was a decade ago. I uh, a, a young woman, Billie Eilish, I into apologizing for some shit she disagreed with. Apologize to Travis Scott or else I'm out of Coachella. So now all this pressure on Billie Eilish to be like, if I was Billie Eilish, I'd be like, well, fuck it. I'm out too. I'm not. Or you know what? I'll perform Coachella. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Your fucking Eilish. boots suck and your new album's not that great. Billy Eilish should not apologize. I like Kanye West. Nothing against him, but he's he like an apologize. asshole. His antics are, are, yeah. are weak. I could get behind them on some of the, you know, dad issues he's experiencing for the first time as a co-parent going through a divorce. You know, my heart goes out to that. It sucks. You know, when he starts pulling shit like that, like, fuck Should he demand an apology from uh, John Mayer who did it the other night? Yeah, what do you think? I think Billie Eilish owes no one an apology. I think, no one, I think artists deep. artists that are stopping concerts because they see someone fall is the right thing to do, but I don't think Travis Scott wanted murder on his hands at a concert. I don't think he wanted uh, people dying at a show, but I don't think it's Kanye's place to step in and be like, I'm not going to perform unless you apologize. If Taylor, I'm sorry, Taylor, if uh, Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish is 1% as hard-headed as you, no way on planet Earth will she apologize. I don't think she should. To Travis Scott she's on giving behalf it, of Kanye's yeah, request? I think she's it, giving a, into a bully request. It, yeah, you apologize, Kanye. April. Being uh, an asshole all the time. They have two months and can easily find a replacement for Kanye. It's the biggest festival. <laughs> it's the biggest it's festival. It's the biggest festival. They could do without Kanye. Kanye's is, a great addition, but they could do without Kanye. Now, the, uh, the crazy part about it is Kanye just, West, speaking of him. They can move everybody up one. Yeah, he's not a yeah. Put put someone else's name in a little bigger font. They just like yeah, yeah. just it's change, like a, change the font a little bit. It's like a ripple effect. Like everyone just goes up. Now, um, Kanye West not only is he causing trouble with Billie Eilish and doing all this, he was spreading a rumor that Pete Davidson has AIDS. Yeah, he dissed him just on like, a new track. What? Why don't you then, apologize for that, Kanye? And then how about no one's buying your stupid moon boots unless you apologize because I'm I'm offended by what you said about Pete Davidson. So he's telling people Pete Davidson, who's with his ex-wife Kim Kardashian, that. Oh, yeah, by spreading a rumor that Pete Davidson has AIDS. And then he just released a new song where he is making fun of Pete Davidson. So Kanye West just finds his way in the news and we fall into it. I don't like his bully tactics here. Um, And to wrap it up, of course, I'm not going to dive into it. But what we're witnessing is, is really, let's just say interesting. Like the world, the world or whoever. The left, whoever you want to say, coming down on Joe Rogan. It's really interesting. Now they're digging up stuff about how he hates Asian people. <laughs> he he mocks Asians. So it's like, all right, we didn't like his take on the vaccine, and that didn't bring him down. Uh, the N-word montage isn't bringing oh, him down. Oh, that'll bring him down. All right, let's find some dirt on his hate of Asians. What's and next? now that's surfacing. Like he made, he made some 
you know, Asian remarks and accents. He did some accents, things like that. And, Didn't it most people? And now it's like, well, we're going to bring Joe Rogan down because we're so fearful of his 11 million people following. Yeah. It's really crazy to see this unfurl right before our eyes. Like, well, you can't see what's happening. Then, then you're blind then to you're it, blind. Or immune to it, or are you really just a fan yeah, of you're, like you're like, yeah, we, this should happen. If if you th- if you can't see what's happening to Joe Rogan, yeah, I think you said about you wrong. are you are blind. You don't need to like Joe Rogan. You could hate at him. all. I don't. You could love listen to him. I don't listen to him. I'll listen to a clip here or there that I see on social yeah, media. Same, same. But because people will assume that we're we're just you know we're yeah, big I mean, fans. I, I'm not at all. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I think he. I think he does a great job for what he does. Yeah. But if you don't see that. The people that hate him or the people that are threatened it's by dangerous. his influence are trying to methodically take him down. It's gross. One one um, story at a time. Like one story one social and one hot issue, hot at issue at a time. It's like, all right, Joe Rogan, let's take him down with the COVID stuff. Next week, no, what did he say enough. about the Jews? That's yeah, next then, week. Yeah, then it's like, all right, well, COVID didn't take him down. How about I get it. Yeah, dude. He has said some stuff about the black community, he's used the N-word, put together a compilation. All right, that didn't take him down? All right, um, who's up next? Asian community. It's next. Okay. What uh, ne- even guys like next, Bill Maher, like, stuff like this is gross. Next <laughs> is, um, I, um, next is he did something with women inappropriate, right. or next is he did something uh, sexist. There's got to, it's, take him down. He made people eat spiders. Take this down. Da- they're going to oh, take him down at all costs. So if you don't see what's happening, then you're blind to it. And again, and I'm not like Joe Rogan supporter. I'm just pointing out what Cavino's saying. Like, I, it's so obvious that like there's an agenda to discredit and ruin Joe Rogan. Like, I and got, they're going to keep going after issue, issue, issue until it's over. I got flack from the the Joe Rogan supporters because I called what he talks about bro science. Even yeah. you, you, even you kind of came down on me. But I, I would never. Say, take him off. Get rid of him. He's he's killing society. He's destroying everything. It's a show. If you want to listen, listen. If you don't want to listen, don't listen. People are yeah. scared. Of, I, I don't of understand his audience. I don't understand. I mean, and I understand that that his audience is spot. His audience, so, whether whether you like him or not, his audience is four times the size right. of Fox, CNN, late night TV. Anyone else? So it's all, so all these people. What's like going the on. view, the view that mocks him. The view has one fifth so of just, the viewership. But the bigger just picture is if this do, is going on so do. blatantly before our eyes, just and like, it's so blatant. There's so much content. Realize available. how often this happens. There is happens so, all the time. And I understand there, there's a little bit of a ripple effect because he does have such a far reach that that you know some people are considering what he's doing to be misinformation and it's getting into the wrong hands and people aren't listening to the science. But that's another story. Listen or don't listen. There's so much content. So much. So, so, uh, John you, have to, you have to choose in the world of podcasts, right? Yeah. You have to choose to listen to Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah, there's no forcing Joe Rogan on it's you. Not so. a, it's not a network people, where people he's, have formed he's their airing opinion on, on, on random clips. It's, yeah. it's not a network, right? And I understand he's getting paid by this service and your money's going towards paying this. If you want to cancel your service, yeah. that's your prerogative as well. But it's not being Bobby forced out of down your throat. The mainstream. You is, have the to mainstream, choose to listen. The mainstream is threatened by this guy. Um, and it's so obvious. He, you may think he's a dumbass, but being a dumbass is not illegal. Um, you it's may not like his information. Not illegal. Um, it's wild to me that whether you like him or not. Again, I see clips of Joe Rogan on social media and I'm entertained. I don't seek out his show and listen. 
I find them entertaining, but he's not my, I'm not a regular Joe Rogan guy. But if you don't see, to wrap it up, if you don't see the methodical takedown, which is so blatant, which is so, so blatant. blatant, like so blatant, yo, no joke spot. I'm, I'm, Kavino, we're not being facetious when we say first it was COVID, then it was the N word, now it's Asian community. If that doesn't work, I promise you, next will be former female employee says that he was creepy or something. There's, it will continue until someone feels like the point is made. And he's gone or something until Spotify is like, we can no longer stand behind him. And then Joe Rogan goes on his own independent thing and makes millions anyway. He, yeah, doesn't he doesn't need them. He does, he's got so many people listening. Yo, at this he doesn't point, need Spotify. So, okay, you win. You take them off Spotify. Guess what? Someone else. They're probably going to have to pay him out. And and people are still going to listen to his yeah. show. It's like, yeah, uh, see, and he'll go, el- he'll go to, elsewhere. It's crazy. People it's like, will it, follow him wherever. Th- th- there's people but, that but are again, above it, right? You know who we're talking about? A guy who can't be canceled because his numbers are so great, so large. He's got such a power voice think of how many times this has happened oh yeah and there was no coming back for it and it was maybe you know what it is short it's uh, short of sending him to prison they can't take him you can't silence him so you know then just look the other way and he's even by the way he's even been joking at his stand-up shows like hey you shouldn't be taking advice from me i'm a i'm like a guy that has good conversations on a podcast that's all I ever wanted now, to do. The, the only said. thing, and, and he even said this in that video uh, that he responded to people, he just needs to balance. I would argue he needs to balance out his of course, but guests a little bit more. But he said, he's like, I book my own guests. You know, and that's that a these, wise decision he made spot. He doesn't even need to do doesn't that. doesn't need to, but I think, no. I think in order to appease, but it does make, it is the proper way to do things as well. If mm-hmm. you want to have a fringe person on, have a mainstream person on, have them on together, let them go head to head. You can't let both sides of an argument be made. And then you in the middle well, can't even be well, judged for the that. the public get to judge they don't. on how his show operates? They shouldn't. But, but, but I, I disagree with some shouldn't. of our, our feedback. Someone said he could keep his money, but he could still be canceled. You can't be canceled if tens of millions of people still consume your product. The number one show on TV, the number one podcast. That's why for years... Sirius XM would do everything they could to keep Howard Stern because he really could. If he didn't stay at Sirius XM, 10 other companies would be like, here's millions of dollars because we want what you've established. At this point, Joe Rogan, Spotify needs him more than he needs Spotify. Think of the thing. Right? Look at Dave Chappelle. When people like Dave Chappelle and Netflix, if Netflix doesn't want to provide Dave Chappelle's comedy specials and, and shows, someone else will. Or if Dave Chappelle did an independent thing, He's still everyone's number one comic. There's a, f- a, s- a handful of people that I believe are uncancelable. Dave Portnoy is one of them. He takes the shit head on. There's people that are like, yo, I have my supporters. The few haters are just noise. Yeah, it's it's re- resistance is futile. <laughs> just let him do his thing. Look the other way. I had a point. I forgot There's people it. that Fuck. are saying that Rogan will only get stronger with this resistance. Ooh. Yeah, he actually says... Yeah. To the media, the answer is not to silence me. It's for you to do better. And I think that's a great point. Was your point, you can't take Chappelle out of Netflix? and You can't take him out of a small town in Ohio? No. I forget. See how they're trying to build like low-income housing where he lives and he's trying to stop that from happening? Dave Chappelle's very involved in his community and he's putting his foot down on, on that whole scene. Like he loves that small town vibe oh, that he lives in. I was going to say, so like but, even on our small scale compared to Rogan, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's very All right, scale. go on. You see 
the people that listen to us, we get negative uh, uh, comments or resistance or, or people leaving things on their way out. It's like, imagine that times Rogan. That doesn't matter. The numbers are so substantial. Spot it, that it but no, but I'm saying like the heat sometimes we get for things we say times Rogan. So it's just, of course there's going to be resistance from both sides, but you know what? You choose, to, you, you have the choice. It's the beauty of choice to listen to whatever you want. Listen to us. We're great. Right. Yeah, I appreciate Honestly, it. Honestly, tell people more if you hate about Rogan, our show. If you hate Rogan, come join us. And you mentioned we chill, we Dave like, Chappelle. We have a good time. We relax. He's in the news, Rich. I don't know if you Keep saw this. Keep it light. Because he spoke out against affordable housing, I, uh, an affordable housing yeah. plan in his community in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And Dave Chappelle's known for like loving that small town vibe where nobody bothers him. And he could walk to the local donut shop, get gas. People are like, hey, Dave. Yeah. You know, he likes that. He doesn't want to change that. That community so he's out there speaking against it saving the property well in his mind the property value of, of what he's created there or else he'll take back some of the money he's given so he's also in the news but that's your rando news of Bam. the day segment brought to you by knack bags visit knackbags.com use code cr show for a special gift and treat your valentine with a sleek backpack from knack bags k-n-a-c-k Bags, knackbags.com, a perfect gift for your Valentine. Again, code CR Show and is scrolling right here Bam. below. Knackbags.com. Thank right. you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and we're really excited to tell you about Knack Bags. Head over to knackbags.com right now and use code CR Show at checkout for a special gift. As you know, we're always on the hunt for a bag that's stylish and versatile for everyday use. You said versatile. I did. Uh, Knack has designed the first backpack that looks professional and doesn't look like a free backpack Spot carries around. Uh, their patented design has sleek exterior and interior little pockets. Camino, you can put your chapstick, your sunglasses, your laptop, all the little things you carry around every day in this sweet backpack. Where do I put my umbrella? There's room for it. Cool features like a padded interior for electronics, expanding compartment, and a hidden carry-on option to help you adapt to every situation. And it would even make a great gift for your Valentine. Happy Valentine's, Papa. That's knackbags.com, code CRSHOW. The Cavino and Rich Show. Before we get moving, I wanted to talk Super Bowl just for a second. But Spot, mm-hmm. what did I ask you just the other day when you were over my house? I said, Yo, Spot, come over here. Tell me if you could pinpoint what smells. Oh, yeah. I did one of those for it was, weird. it was weird that he like bent over and spread his cheeks. <laughs> like, definitely not me. Spot was like, uh, Tuesday Taco Bell. So I, so I asked Spot, I said, uh, Panda Express. I said, just come in this room. And Rich loves doing that. Rich is like, Rich, Rich, smell this should be turned into a show. Starting Rich, hosted smell this by, Davis. Hosted by smell Rich this. Davis. Smell this. It's time for Smell This. With your host, Rich Dave. Happy Valentine's, puppy. Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's weekend, Papa. Papa. Get your knack bags. Go ahead. And by the way, on a serious note, Dude, I want to hear about the smell. Support people that support us. We appreciate that, guys. It helps. If you if you need a bag, that's the bag. Yeah. It's no a doubt. high quality. It's a high quality bag. Yeah. It's really nice. Invest in yourself. Yeah. yeah. Invest, uh, invest in yourself. Do yeah. nice things. What do you want? Transport? Yeah, what do take you want a big something? say. Just take, take a sniff of that new bag. I do. Smell, smell this. It's got that new bag smell. And while you're at it, you want to hey. take a sniff of this bean bag while you're at it. This beanbag right here. Sponsored by Nack. <laughs> um, so I said, Spot, can you try to pinpoint the smell? 
and we couldn't figure it out. It's like, where, like, it's not dirty kid diapers. It wasn't stale food in the fridge. I was like, is it coming from the garbage disposal, the dishwasher? You know, when you're trying to pinpoint, like, there's a, there's a funk, but like, where is it? It's coming and going, but you're like, where is it? Is it a dead animal under the house? Is it outside? Like, Man, what? I'm not George Clinton. I don't want that funk. But you got that funk. I don't want that funk. No one wants that funk. And finally, Sarah found it, and it is disgusting. So the kids have a fake kitchen, right? In the in our kitchen, next to our kitchen, the kids have their fake plastic kitchen that they, you know, play on. Of course. Oh no. And there's a there's a fake black square grate that looks like a like a burner, right? That like the kids could put like a fake pot or pan on. Underneath that, my son Ben, who by the way turns two today. Happy birthday, Ben. Today? Ben's birthday! Everybody. Ben's birthday. He's two. Oh yeah. Happy birthday, Ben. Terrible two. Two year old kid with a mustache. He would have reminded me. Ben is uh yeah, February 11th, 2020. Ben was born a month before the chaos began. Pandemic, ben, baby. Well, good thing, was, I, good thing I brought this Cavino and Rich Mike flag for his, a gift for him. Yeah, yeah, I got him this Mariano Rivera. <laughs> and yeah. Franklin. Oh, and I got him a Cavino and Rich uh, coffee tumbler for all his energy. Yeah, it's weird. Sorry, it's just, great. Danbury Mint, Ben. Man, he goes. he's going to uh, love metal, this. I gave him a metal Rocky uh little picture. Oh, and like if he wants to hang anything, I got him these, these 3M... The sticky strips. I got him a cool Maker's Mark coaster. That's really great for his, birth, for his bottle. Yeah. So. Oh, and, uh, you know, because I know he's such a terror. I got him this fire extinguisher. Just, uh, so, you know. just so he can, you know, he can set fires and then put them out. Oh, I thought so he could hit people over the head with yeah. it. So anyway. Good thing I came prepared. Ben, happy birthday! I got happy you birthday. a gold toast sock. Yeah, cool, man. It's a real limited edition collector's <laughs> edition one. It's like, perfect. He'll love it. Did you just take that off your foot? I mean, yeah, I believe he did. Keep your bottle warm. It's a bottle warmer, really, but it looks yeah. in shape of sock. But yeah. keeps your so, bottle warm. Ben, happy birthday, buddy! Two years old. Happy birthday! Born right before the pandemic started, February 11th, and then a month later, February what? March 13th was our last day at work in either office, ESPN or Sirius. Awesome, yeah. So Ben was alive for a month, and Sarah and I always talk about how we sort of lucked out with that because I was able, and her mom was able to go into the hospital, and you guys were able to visit in the hospital. If you remember. Prior, like a month after that, like there were women delivering babies, like without their family able to visit and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's about, let me look real quick. I feel like I have a picture from two years ago today of you, you guys holding Ben. Do I have a picture of, uh, said Ben actually held us if, if I remember. Yeah. Correctly. Yeah. I believe, uh, he did. I definitely have, I guess I know that, uh, yeah, hold on. I got a, here you won the hospital hog off. Rumor has it, yeah, yeah, which is weird because like takes after mom. Like doctors got involved. Yeah, <laughs> spot I From sent mom's it. Side of the I family. sent I sent the picture to CR show our text message four one two the letter CR show. So two years ago, Ben was born, and the kid loves to get into the dogs' bowls, like the the dog food, the dog water. You know, like just fucking splashing around, like being a little pain in the ass. He took Ben's, Ben took Piper, our dog's dog food, and put it in like a little plastic hole and then put something on top of it. So it was old dog food mixed with water. Oh. So it was like, it was like old dog food. It was like mushy dog food underneath a plastic thing. 
Like he oh, hit it. Barf was burgers. It, was it uh like moldy? Sarah sent me a piece. She said, I want to I wanted to bring it in there for you guys to smell it. No. But she's like, I was like, no. Good with that. Did it send her? I didn't get it yet. Oh, uh, he he like he was like shoved it was like dog food shoved in like a plastic hole of something. <sighs> Looks like little shit pellets. But yeah. Oh, crevice. Oh, oh. But yeah, so spot, we pinpointed it. And I think everyone's been there once in their life. I had a buddy who played a prank on his friend and and put an egg in the guy's corner of his like apartment and let it rot. And the guy's I, like, I did this to my buddy Keith Donaldfunk. You did this? I told you I took a cup of milk. Remember those long twin beds you had in college? Yeah. But it's, they had drawers on one side. That's on what the a opposite, scam, by the way. On the opposite side, it was like empty. It was like an empty hole behind that bed because yeah. that's how they were sort of built. So I didn't do it, but I was sort of in on it. I took a cup of milk and put it in that hole underneath his bed. And you let it. And every day he was like, my room smells, man. He would blame it on his roommate. Yo, he stinks. Because like, ah, ah, we all knew it was that milk festering. Oh, it's festering. Yeah. We knew it was that milk. Gross. That's horrible. Weren't you in the same room? So, Rich, you, you don't believe in COVID smelling dogs, but there you are. On your hands and knees, sniffing around the place, trying to find this. Disgusting, bro. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Well, that's what we found. So we played a game of find the smell, and Sarah's like, yo, no, it smell is, this. Smell this. It is brutal. Play, uh, more smell this. Coming soon. Yeah, people people love these little games. Like Bleacher Bum hit us up saying, they put a dead fish in his buddy's truck in col- in high school. I mean, again, I was in college. And took and him weeks to it. figure it out. I had a friend, our, our radio buddies, Greg T and... Scotty B and Scary Jones, all our Z100 buddies from back in the day. I'm pretty sure it was Greg who who put an egg in Scary's room. If you was just like, "Yo, I'm not gonna tell him," and it rotted, and the egg just started rotting. I'm not. It's stuff like that it says that you're not my friend. Yeah, no, for sure. I'll be honest, spot. I, I want to disagree with you. I want to disagree with you. I want to disagree with you. But anytime I had those friends who are like, "Yo, whoever gets drunk and passes out, we're gonna draw on their face." I'm like, oh, "You're yeah. not my friend." Yeah. If you draw on my face when I, I drink. I shouldn't have anxiety like being I, around friends. First, I remember when you were a little kid and you'd have sleepover parties in like middle school, and it's like whoever falls asleep first, that people would fuck with you, like put your hand in warm water, so you try they, that would make you pee yourself. Yeah, and, I never liked those reindeer. Yeah, whoever games. falls asleep first, we're gonna uh, draw yeah. on their head. Really? You know, uh, Jeff Edstrom brings up a good point. Siri, your friend Siri is all about that life. Oh, my buddy Chris is the ultimate guy that would do stuff like that. Gross. Take a picture of his nuts on your head. Not, that's not, not friends. Oh, not yeah. My buddy, my buddy Chris, his, well, this is funny because it's his brother-in-law, oh, but his, brother, his brother-in-law lived down the block from him. This is a great <sighs> prank. I think this is funny. I'll, I'll give this an exception. By the way, his I, got brother-in-law, the, I got the photo came through. Let me, let me just show the photo real quick of the oh, yeah. smell oh. of the stench. This is, un, it was dog food. Ben smushed old dog food disgusting. in a hole. So that picture, that little circle, that's where like the plastic. Me smush food. Sarah's like, I found the smell. My buddy Chris, his brother-in-law lived down the block. And every day when his brother-in-law would leave for work, Chris would go to his house, take a shit and leave it there. And... The guy thought, his brother-in-law thought it was like his new girlfriend wasn't flushing. <laughs> but it was just him coming down the block every morning and taking a big man shit. Yeah, it's I don't know. Gross. That's it's, funny. It's, no, it's not that funny. Yo, that is, yo, Imagine that if is I like, snuck in your house and just took yeah, shits. You can't imagine. Imagine if I man. snuck in the back door here and was just leaving shits. Yeah, this is my home. You know, 
kind of violating it. Yeah. So but how gross is that spot? You start shitting on your lawn. <laughs> well, what dog is doing this? I have a picture of you and Ben that it's not going through the spot though, but yeah, two I, years ago. Oh, I want to see it. Little baby Ben. You get it, Spot? Nah. Little Ben yeah. two years ago? Well, Did you send it to him? Oh, re- yeah. Remember when Tommy used to, your brother Tommy, this is the feedback we're reading. Remember when your brother Tommy was doing appraisals and he shit in like an empty house and like he wasn't sure if that was wrong? Well, didn't he have to flush. Use, okay, he didn't flush. <laughs> yeah. Didn't flush. he have to use a mask to wipe his ass? No, so when my, my buddy Gus, his boss, had to tell him to go back there and like get rid of it. Oh, clean it you up. Who you left yeah. the shit? In the toilet, a non-working toilet, you got to get rid of that. I forget. He had to do the scoop a roof. Scoop it out? Yeah. I forget what he did, man. Yeah, I never, everyone knows that one guy, we're getting feedback. Everyone knows that one person in college that anytime they would go to a stranger's party, a stranger. they would leave an upper decker. That's where you poop in the tank. Yeah, that's the old. I was that why? Spot, I'm with you. I never hung with people that. if The upper decker is a classic. Like I always think those people were like not friends of mine. But you that's, all, everyone knew why, those guys in college. You knew who would do it. That's, that's why, why you, you know. That's why, you know, I know you love it and it's funny. It can be. But to me, Impractical Jokers, is just, it's too much. Yeah, but they don't do stuff like that. They, it's tomfoolery. Yeah. All right. Oh, so well, on that note. Um, on that note, hold on. A few reminders. Again, yeah. thank you guys for being here. Knackbags.com. Definitely pick one up for your Valentine. Again, it's a quality bag. If you want to buy yourself a cheap ass bag, then buy yourself a cheap ass bag. But you know, you're but, not going to get any props from me. Yeah. It's a it's a dope quality bag. And they're not like single use bags. Like you yeah. will have this bag for a while. Snackbags.com. Yes, code word CR show. Um, I got I a free bag guys. for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So this bag will last. I yeah. want to thank you for your Patreon subscriptions. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Follow us on social media at Cavino and Rich. And definitely check our Twitter at Covino and Rich, because we're going to be on a podcast later today talking about a lot of things we probably publicly haven't talked about ever about our life and career and our trajectory and everything else. Uh, We're going to be on a podcast called Beyond the Bench later today with Nick Morgison. So Nick Morgison has a, a lot of cool questions for us, and you can see some of the highlights again on our Twitter page. Beyond the Bench later tonight. Be sure to check that out. I want you to check it out because I feel like we opened up about some stuff that Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people wonder about. And it's not that we hold it back from you. Nobody really asked us until Nick said, yeah, I want to know. So be on the bench tonight. Look out for that. And remember, enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. And we're on right after that. So if you want to see a a drunken fool by the name of Rich Davis, FoxSportsRadio.com this Sunday. Right, FoxSportsRadio.com uh, right after the Super Bowl. Spot, I sent you the picture of Cavino and Ben if you want to end on that beautiful photo. And we'll Happy say birthday. have a farewell. Have a great weekend. This is two years ago. Enjoy your Super Bowl. This is two years ago. Wow. wow. Look at that little guy. Now he's a month. Now he's bigger than me. Yeah. Two years ago. Wow. I want to be the company that makes those blankets. They must be oh, billionaires, yeah, right? Yeah. Every baby blanket ever. Yeah, and then people steal them. I know. Right. Well, all right. Well, we'll see you guys this weekend. Fox Sports Radio. Maybe we'll do a little behind the velvet rope at my place for the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, and, so. ha- and happy birthday, Ben. And thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. And remember, enjoy your Valentine's Day weekend. Valentine's on Monday. We'll see you on Patreon. Arrivederci, baby. Happy see Valentine's, you. puppy. In the promised land. Goodbye. Goodbye.